0: That 1,000 active customer base um, probably has been expanded to about 7,000 active customers in the course of a year. Um, We also have gone from 100 customers when we first started in 2010 to 40,000 customers, more than 40,000 customers that have purchased from us in the history of the company.
1: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Byron White. He is the creator of the content creation platform, writeraccess.com. Byron, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right. So what is Writer Access? Is marketplace play here or SaaS?
0: A little of both, actually. Writer Access is a marketplace where you can connect with writers, content strategists, editors, translators, and people that are performing the type of valuable work that content marketers need these days. Um, We charge a SaaS fee to access our talent pool and our software that makes it all work. But essentially, (laughs) RedRexis makes it easy to find freelancers, place orders, and manage the workflow.
1: Now, you came on back, I believe it was like uh, September of 2018, I think. Um, You told me that you'd launched the company in 2010. At that Mm -hmm. point, you were just passing about, I think, 1,000 customers. Where are you today? How many customers?
0: Um... Well, that 1,000 active customer base um, probably is uh, been expanded to about 7,000 active customers in oh, the wow. course of a year. Um, we also have gone from 100 customers when we first started in 2010 to 40,000 customers, more than 40,000 customers that have purchased from us in the history of the company.
1: So... so- so tell me, tell me that one, one more time and what that means. Is that basically just means a lot of people touch you, they churn. So you still have 7,000 actively paying today, but 40,000 yes. have paid you something.
0: That's correct. In the life of the company, 40,000 people have purchased content from us.
1: I see. I see. So take me back to founding year 2010. Mm-hmm. How much revenue yep. did you do that year? You remember?
0: About a half a million.
1: Okay. Interesting. And what did you end up finishing 2019 with?
0: um about 8.2 million and I can tell you this cuz it's public information we made the Inc. 5000 list 5 years in a row and that's public
1: congratulations uh, sure. I, I I would grill you anyway and try and get it if you if you, if you, if, you <laughs> if you hadn't if you hadn't disclosed it so so 8.5 million last year and what do you think you'll finish this year with
0: um, north of 9 south of 10 so okay. we'll we'll show another growth here this year for sure
1: and have you done this all bootstrapped Absolutely. Oh, we love that. That, That's impressive. So decade in, $10 million company, all bootstrapped. Um, What's the closest you've come to selling equity?
0: Not close at all. Um, (laughs) I I haven't had interest up to this time. Uh, We've talked with multiple people. When you make the Inc. 5000 list, you get repeated phone calls from private equity, venture capital, even on the corporate side. Uh, people interested in the business because they see growth, right? So you they're interested in learning more about the business model. So we've talked with dozens and dozens, probably hundreds of people over the years and keep our door open for communication. But uh, for us, it's about growing the business and helping our our freelancers, uh, you know, grow their businesses, which is really what we're doing. We represent 1000s of freelancers.
1: Yeah, break down the marketplace for me. So So you know, let's just talk about the last 30 days. How many businesses like me, have paid you something to access your freelancer talent? Thousands. Okay. Can you be more like two, three, five, ten? 10?
0: Less than 10, more than two.
1: Okay, got it. And, and uh, let's just make it easy. Let's say it was 5,000, right? 5,000 businesses like me have paid you to access your freelancer talent. How many freelancers have they paid at least a dollar through your platform over the past 30 days?
0: Probably about the same number. I mean, oh, if wow. they when I okay. say they've done business with us, they've made a transaction with us. So, um, remember a couple things, Nathan. We we charge a monthly subscription fee, you know, for the for the service. So it's kind of like a platform as a service. Those fees range from thirty nine to fifty nine to seventy nine, depending upon what you want. If you just want access to writers. And very light software, no problem. But if you want our full service solutions designed, for example, for agencies that are scaling content, you might need our white label solution and you might need access to our Shutterstock, Getty Image photo library. So your content managers can manage content like one content manager can manage content for 50 clients mm-hmm. if you're an agency of Writer Access, maybe more. Um, So the platform builds in automation, it builds in, you know, building a team up, um, you know, uh, launching articles well in advance of when they're due and working on a month to month basis to place orders, you know, manage the workflow, queue up the content, push it out directly to WordPress, Facebook, you know, wherever it needs to go um, and using our engines and software to do that. So it's like a it's like a content marketing workflow software on steroids. Mm
1: Out of curiosity, I think this is going to surprise people. Maybe, maybe it won't be surprising. The customer, don't name them, but the mm-hmm. customer that pays you the most monthly, what do they pay you monthly?
0: Um, we have some customers that are paying north of $100,000 a month mm-hmm. you know, to have content created at scale. Um, we have customers paying... a month, you know, including their $39 a month fee, (laughs) right? So that's that's interesting because that's kind of our problem, right? We're servicing 93 different industries, more than 90 industries, right? We are servicing SMBs, tiny little startups, but we're also servicing Fortune 500 companies and agencies, either micro-entrepreneurs or full-blown thousand-person agencies that are trying to scale content often for tens of thousands of clients. Mm -hmm. They're looking to, everyone's looking to us towards, give me a great writer, you know, make sure they're proficient and skilled and make sure that they can work within the confines of what our orders are. Mm -hmm. The specifications, the requirements, the rule sets that we can tag on to an order to make sure orders are done the right way. Uh, built-in a keyword optimization if you need it, you know, checking keyword density analysis or particular requirements. I need X, Y, and Z sourced. I need to know your sources. I need you to research these five websites, you know, or every project is different. And we're dealing with so many different types of projects. That's the other problem, right? Because we're representing writers, editors, translators, content strategists. And guess what? We just expanded and launched designer access and we now represent designers, illustrators, animators, photographers, videographers. So it's and they're all working in the same platform, just with two different brand names, which is a whole other discussion in itself. Nathan, should we change our name, or do everyone loves Writer Access? So we're like stuck, you know? And like, uh, you know, do we just have two two twin sisters, Writer Access and Designer Access? You know, I don't know. It's our it's our it's our debate of the month with, within our team. Baron, how many people are on your team?
1: Twelve how many engineers? A couple. Okay. Four or five?
0: Less. Okay.
1: Um, are, so the, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question. The biggest issue I see with founders that come on who are trying to build marketplaces is like Zirtual ran into this, right? They made a move and basically moved all of their freelancer talent from just contractors to full-time employees, which mm-hmm. jacked up their fixed expenses through the roof, but long-term yep. could improve their economics. I believe, you just told me 12 full-time on the team, you keep all of your 5,000 freelancers, they are contractors, not full-time employees. The trick with that is, is, how do you make sure that they will fill the demand that you drive them based off what you're paying them versus them going out and getting their own work personally, like themselves?
0: we encourage our freelancers to get their own work if they need to and or want to. We believe in the digital, uh, you know, the gig economy, if you will, where many of our freelancers are, I'll give you some examples. They're completely overqualified to be creating an article on vacuum cleaners, okay? Or cleaning the house. But they enjoy it. They actually like that work. Maybe they oh, do Oh, come on, on I don't week. believe
1: you for two seconds. A, a, <laughs> a, a technical writer, you're telling me you can convince them to write an article on vacuum cleaners and love
0: it. Not only can I convince them; they only want to do write, <laughs> writing that is not within their profession, because they do that all day, every day, doing uh, okay. their job. That's fair. That's the point, right? So, you know, I, I think, um, you know, uh, we're very happy with with the with a freelance base of of writers we have and freelancers we have. We think that's the right way to build the business model, and it's not because we don't want to pay benefits or medical benefits. It's just because most of our our writers have full-time jobs and have those benefits elsewhere or have purchased their own medical. We have some writers that, you know, that make in excess of $100,000 a year with us, and they buy their own medical insurance. And we you know, help them out if if they need help on it from an HR perspective. Um, but you know, for the most part, um, you know, we we think that the you know that the freelance economy is is here to stay, and people like it and want it, and it's a healthy part of of the global infrastructure.
1: Just like Uber's biggest expense is going to be paying drivers, I imagine your biggest expense annually is paying out your your freelancers, right? So, Absolutely. And you know, if you finish this year at let's just make the math easy, nine million dollars. You said somewhere between nine and ten. Let's just say nine million. About how much will you pay out to your freelancers? Uh,
0: that's also public. We pay 70% of every dollar, transactional dollar that comes in is paid to our freelancers. Got it. We don't, that is, that is actually one of the secrets I think for our success is we have been fully transparent with what our rates are with both freelancers and writers Yeah. Um, in our clients. Yep. Um, so it's, it's very important. I think from our perspective that we be transparent because uh, frankly, a lot of marketplaces is gouge a lot more than that.
1: Yep. Yep. So you, I mean, if you look at your expenses to date so far, you've probably already paid out over five point eight million dollars to freelancers.
0: Very much so. Yeah, Yeah,
1: on track to be something like six point five, and you've got a bunch of them that basically it sounds like use you full time, do over a hundred thousand bucks a year in revenue. Yep, very much so. Interesting. Why isn't it cheaper to replace those writers that you pay the most with full time employees that you pay sixty thousand dollars fixed and have them write full time?
0: Before we launched Redder Access, we were a full-service content marketing agency, servicing customers like the company store Brookstone, FTD, Iron Mountain, Salesforce, great, great brands. And we struggled as an agency, like all agencies do, particularly when you're a big agency servicing those big brands. When you lose a client, it can be a devastating hit to the agency, right? Because you have full-time employees, as you just mentioned, relying upon salaries to do the work. But when that goes away, and we had accounts that were half a million. We had one account that was a million-dollar account, another one that was about three-quarters of a million. We happened to lose – we didn't lose those accounts, but they were up on their two-year uh, you know, uh, programs with us, and they just kind of ended. And we had produced a, a voluminous amount of content that they just needed to take a time out and say, let us sort this out, see where we're going, we need to take a break. So you know, that that really was the trigger for us to say – we wanna do this differently. Number one, we want our clients to work directly with freelance writers, right? We don't want a middleman to have to send an email alert to a client saying, your content's ready to take a look at, let me know what you think. We wanted the, the feedback to go directly to the writers. We also wanted the tone and the voice of instructions to go directly from the client directly to the writer. Even actual voices where we built in voice recording into writer access, a cool feature that allows a writer to, when they're placing an order, they can have a number dial up and they can call in and leave some voice instructions, which is fascinating because you get to hear the tone and the voice of the client.
1: This is interesting. You gave me the numbers earlier in the last 30 days, 5,000 businesses like me have used you and you've paid out about 5,000 freelancers. What's total GMV project value through the platform past 30 days?
0: Hard to say. You've got to be
1: getting close to a million a month.
0: um, We've had um, our, yes, we've, we've had a million dollar a month actually recently. um, And that's been exciting. Um, but I think the numbers can also sway even above that or below that, depending upon a lot of variables, an election month, for example, (laughs) you know, um, you know, COVID, uh, new rules and regulations and shutdowns. I mean, it's a weird time of year to be trying to get stable numbers of, of, of growth, but overall good news writer access has been very lucky, very successful and hats off to all the entrepreneurs that haven't, you know, done as well as as we have or other people. But we had a very good year this year, which we are blessed with. So
1: yeah, I mean, if you do 9.5 top line, you pay out 6.5 million out to freelancers, you're helping all those freelancers, plus you've got 3 million in revenue yourself, where your biggest cost is your team of 12. I mean, that means you're cranking, you know, gross revenue per employee of $250,000, which is way above industry average of 180,000. So I mean, profitable business, bootstrapped, helping a lot of people make money, this is the way to do it.
0: We'd like to think so. Uh, We're going to keep going on and we have exciting plans to scale into seven other countries and to, like I said, expand designer access, which we're just now rolling in. We also had a lot of Interesting. We had an interesting year. We, we, we run a conference. I, you may or may not remember that. It's called Content Marketing Conference. Typically, that's a 600 person live event. That's what it was in 2019. We Because the, the event fell on um, uh, April 20th, we had to make a pivot four week notice and we moved it all online to a virtual event. We went from 600 attendees to 15,000 registered attendees for CMC. Wow. It was off the charts. And um, that helped us certainly to get some visibility for the conference. Um, And that was a lot of fun to be honest and in a a very valuable service. The key to that was we basically uh, made it free, right? Everyone was hunkered down. We wanted to give back to the community. So we opened our doors and we had 50 speakers, three keynotes, um, uh, 10 workshops, three hour deep dive workshops, Uh, My content strategy certification program was back in there as well. So we could give badges out for people that went through the training. And it's just been off the charts. Um, We left that program sensing that this community needed education. So we took the content strategy certification program and turned it into uh, six workshop webinars, three hours in length. We called them workshop webinars. We had no idea if anybody would show up. The first one we ran, 1,500 people registered. <laughs> 700 showed up. Yeah. Go figure, you know, who That's has crazy. time? It was really, you know, against what, very counterintuitive, you know, to, to imagine that that uh, something like that could come together. But, uh, but it's been great. So we have about a thousand people in what we call Writer Access Academy right now, which is this new free resource for people. Uh, to to learn content strategy to get content strategy certification mm-hmm. it has the 24 hours of recordings from these uh, these deep dive workshops plus the core elements from my content strategy masterclass book and a workbook so that's just been a fantastic resource for our fans our both our writers as well as our clients that are trying to educate and acclimate people on content strategy. So I'm sorry for the long-winded answer there.
1: No, no, it's fine. That's super helpful to understand. So I mean you are also building obviously a massive distribution channel here. How many people do you have on your list that are either content writers themselves or they're hiring content writers?
0: Um hundreds of thousands.
1: Yeah, I mean and do you e- do you stay in close contact do you email once Absolutely. a week? Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you th- th- there's a whole model there. I mean, there are brands that only have an email list in this space that are doing a million, two million a year, just selling sponsorships into that into that size sort of list. Have you played with that? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, interesting. We, we,
0: we, we, we when we don't really hard sell too much to our list, hard sell anything to them other than we offer free webinars, we, we provide spotlights for our talent. You know, we just feel like Remember, we're in the content marketing space, right? So we have to practice what we preach. We believe in providing informational assets that are helpful and resourceful and help people make their life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. So we let our work sell itself.
1: Last question. There's a lot of folks in the space that are not running their marketplaces as efficiently as you are. Penji is an example in the design space. Design Pickles also in that space. I've interviewed probably three dozen that are sort of in the space doing somewhere between three and $20 million in revenue. You know, if, if, if I figured out a way to get you a hundred million bucks and say, listen, Byron keep 20% of the company. I get 80% cause I'm bringing the revenue, but you go buy up a bunch of these things and build a mm-hmm. hundred million dollar revenue company that you're paying out, you know, 10,000 freelancers each year over a hundred thousand dollars each. I mean, would you ever go for something like that or do you really enjoy your freedom?
0: You know, what I enjoy is taking something that I've been part of building with my team and making it big, much bigger than we have right now. In our way to do that, as a bootstrapped, self-strapped, you know, as an entrepreneur that's, that doesn't need VC funding, and I'm past that anyway. And even private equity would be questionable whether they could help us do what we what we want to do. Our strategy is to go abroad, you know, go to other countries and take, you know, the the self-serving fabric we've created and make it accessible to people outside the United States that can grow. So we're kind of doing that on our own. Would I welcome the opportunity to talk with anybody else in this industry and see what it looks like to put businesses together to form something bigger, larger, more scalable so we can put more food on the table for freelance writers and, you uh, you know, help our business grow? Absolutely. I mean, it's. It roll ups will are inevitable. Right, Nathan? I mean, that's I'm sure you have a lot of fans, you know, that are listening in that are on the P.E. side and the V, you know, the venture capital side and saying, who can we roll together? Who's doing it well out there? Right. I mean, that's a big part of your audience. So the hard part is
1: finding the hub. That's the hard part. The leader that can do it all.
0: That's right. I mean, it'll be an interesting exercise on the design side, Nathan, you know, what we do over there. Um, I'm very against the 99 Design sort of model, which, by the way, 99 Designs just sold a Vistaprint, if you saw, sure saw that or not. But, yeah. And, um, Matt, and Matt's,
1: Matt's been on the show many times, the founder of 99 of, of Designs, to like walk through that model, it's just a very different model.
0: And by the way, I thought that was really interesting that he moved to Australia. He was going to maybe take the company public over there. I mean, I, sh- I need to go back and listen to those n- noted, noted. I will. Yes. <laughs> I-, I need to. Forget about you. you. You recorded them. I need to go listen to what he had to say, but I've never met him. I don't know who he is, but I think that when you look at their model, they sort of started out with like 99 designers do the work, but only one of them gets paid. You know, it's like that was <laughs> yep. the model. It was crowdsourced design, which makes sense for a quick logo. You know. Maybe it makes sense, and, and there was actually a great review. I got a lot. I gained a lot of respect for Ninety Nine Designs from a really great um, author of Communication Arts magazine that made a defense of of that crowdsource model, saying, "Look." I I enjoy competing. Why not? This is fun. You know, I don't take it personally if I don't win. The problem is people that are depending upon revenue from these marketplaces. And that's where it gets tough. But I think we've seen Matt pivot away from that and be more like lock into a designer, give them an opportunity to perform. And that's the tact where we're going. That's what's worked successful for writers. We don't really agree with or like the crowdsource model. So that's where we're going on the design side. But you know, hey, some of these come. Design Pickle, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, their model's interesting, but their their freelancers are seemingly overseen, and they're kind of on their payroll, I'm sort of thinking. I don't know, you do an interview. I just think
1: you have a lot of... There are a lot of ways for you to very, in my opinion, to very efficiently deploy capital besides just your current model, right? I mean, you also have these, if you want to stay in writing only, there are all these brands um, uh, that I know right now that are looking at selling that are massive communities in the writer space or like you getting into like the, um, the uh, you know, self-publishing school, what Chandler's building and help using your writers to write books right? You look at what Tucker is doing with with book in a box that is now obviously changed and edited and gone through scribe, right is now what it is. I mean, there's so many opportunities for you in terms of content. So we're watching closely. That's why I had you on. I appreciate you coming back on Byron.
0: Hey, great to be here with
1: you. Thanks for your time. You bet. Let's wrap up here very fast with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book.
0: I'm still going back to in search of excellence. I think about it all the time. And I'm always in search of excellence. So I'm going with Tom Peters.
1: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
0: Not really. Not with Steve Jobs out of the picture. I mean, it's certainly a lot of respect for a lot of CEOs out there, but, you know, Steve Jobs for me was was somebody that I had a great deal of admiration and respect for.
1: Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building writer
0: access? Um, Tools that we created ourselves, like Word Vision, which went defunct, but... (laughs) It became a catalyst for what we could do differently at Writer Access, namely track the performance of content that we're creating for our clients. And it's baked in free of charge
1: at Writer Access. Interesting. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Four to six. And situation married single kids?
0: Um, married with kids from a previous marriage. How Son many? Go Col- Col- Colby.
1: One. one. One kiddo?
0: One child, yeah. From All right,
1: very age. cool. And how old are you? Uh, 58. 58. Byron, last question. What do you wish you knew when you were 20?
0: to be an entrepreneur i've been dreaming about it forever and living the dream i guess you could say
1: guys writer access they've have over 5000 businesses paying them over the past 30 days to access over 5,000 writing freelancers talent. They'll do 9.2 million in terms of money through the platform this year, have many freelancers that make over 100 grand via the platform. They pay out 70% of their total revenue out to their writers, but still even after that spend 3 million in gross revenue into the company of just 12 people. He's done it totally bootstrapped since 2010, growing nicely over $8.5 million in GMV in 2019 and just 1.2 back in 2018. So nice growth. Look out for design access coming out next. Byron, thanks for taking us to the top. Hey, thanks,
0: Nathan.